Hello and welcome to the Rock Your Voice podcast. Vocal coaching tips that will transform your voice, interviews that will inspire, industry guidance, and so much more. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Today on the Rock Your Voice podcast, I'm really excited because I'm being joined by Matt and Mike from the Prairie States. Now, the Prairie States are a country band. They're based out of Edmonton, Alberta. They're 11-time Country Music Alberta Award recipients, as well as CCMA nominees. And they're also going to be performing at the Country Music Alberta Awards in Edmonton, coming up just around the corner here. Uh, I met them just recently on tour with Jess Moskaluk, but they've also toured with artists such as Aaron Goodwin, the Washboard Union, the Brothers Osborne, and they've kicked off the Big Valley Jamboree as well. And I'm really excited for you to learn more about them. And also, whenever you get the chance, go check them out live because they're so great. Anyways, less of my going on. Let's hear the conversation with the boys from the Prairie States. Oh, it's so nice to see you both. I've missed you. <laughs> yeah, it's not the same. Right. Not being out there in the tin can. Right. Rolling down some Saskatchewan highway. I should be wearing my Prairie States t-shirt, <laughs> damn it. I was going to remember. I was like, remember to wear your shirt. And Jason loves his uh, hat too, by the way. So oh, that's awesome. That. <laughs> some style and merch man so um yeah i guess that's a good place to start way back when we all first met while i was selling your merch on the winter wonderland tour with jess moskaluk some of the best days of my life um well, <laughs> well you're, you're doing much more than that you were uh emotional support uh you know vocal guru um yeah you were much more than than just talking our wares which you did an amazing job of. oh well thank so you so thank you very much <laughs> it's literally every time i sing now i'm like i have the thought of uh, us uh getting together and working on the uh the low end of the low range of my yeah. voice and i'm like yeah gotta remember this don't move my mouth so much not... <laughs> trust that instrument that you've got it's so good <laughs> yeah what else, what else are you supposed to do in a casino in winnipeg other than do vocal lessons and right right <laughs> a, in, in your spare time in a casino yeah let's go go learn voice uh, yeah. <laughs> laundry, I, I feel laundry and vocal lessons that's what i did that day <laughs> totally that was the, the most important things of tour casino yeah, tour laundry voice lessons I, I would have lost a lot more on the blackjack table if if we hadn't had the uh, vocal lessons so thank you again see my, yeah. my my job as voice coach is multifold because i saved you hundreds of dollars and uh gave you some voice tips yeah there's no way there's no way mike would spend a hundred dollars there's there's absolutely no way would well, you? yeah i mean come on man it's just... <laughs> A hundred bucks ain't that much. I just watched a video where there were, you know, some ex NFL players and some other people were uh, playing in a casino and they were playing blackjack and these guys were down like three hundred k. They're playing. They're playing. They're playing hands for ten thousand bucks a piece. So just why? No, I'm I'm definitely not in that category <laughs> of gambler, but. Uh, there you go. My, my husband was showing me all these videos that apparently um come out after Super Bowl of people at like their their house, their Super Bowl parties at the house. But there's always one person that's bet more than they could ever possibly afford on the game and literally just starts mm. flipping tables and chicken wings are flying everywhere. And it's just like apparently a very common thing on on Super Bowl Sunday. So oh, if you notice my mug, I was flipping tables for another oh. reason, but uh, whatever. <laughs> I was with you on that. I was with you on that. Yeah. Oh, man. So 
The Prairie States are here. I guess let's start from the start. How was the Prairie States born? How did you come to be? It basically all started with a radio tour that Jeff was on with a um, great friend of ours, Jay Sparrow, and uh, they were out doing a radio tour and one of the music directors or somebody who was taking care of some stuff at a radio station was managing Matt at the time. And uh, yeah, she was just looking for a little bit of guitar help. Uh -huh. um, and so they, yeah, once once Jeff and Matt started writing together, that, that was like, that was the beginning of it all. That was that. the the seed that started it. And then after that, we were just pulling together, um, you know, friends from that we're playing with, friends that we're drinking beer with. And <laughs> I was the last one added to the band. I was living upstairs uh, in the same house as Jeff at the time. And he just basically said, hey, man, you want to? You know, playing the band. What? That's how it and, happened. Uh, That's how you joined the band. You literally just geography. Literally, yeah. yeah. I mean, there was yeah. there was sessions. They were doing writing sessions and stuff in the house, and I'd just be walking through and grabbing some out of the fridge and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I was just it, it was a proximity thing for me. <laughs> how convenient! <laughs> the right, the right place at the right time. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have been recording and touring, so our our experience together that was your first bus tour, wasn't it? I think we were we were saying. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, and thinking back at it, like when, like the first bus tour, I was like, okay, yeah, let's hop on board. And then, all right, time to get professional, time mm -hmm. to get like, you know, do all this stuff, stuff. And then thinking back at it, I'm just like, whoa, I'm super grateful this happened. And I'm super yeah. like thinking about it more that it's not here. And I'm like, man, I could do this again. Totally. This is freaking fun. I like the camaraderie and everything out of it. Like, man just meeting the new people and you're such in close quarters that it's like okay yeah these are these have become friends now yeah, yeah. So. absolutely like i've i've missed you guys so much since then and 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 i'm gonna I'll, I'll try and keep this podcast on track but i know we're gonna end up just shooting the shit and just chatting and catching up because it's been a while <laughs> but so that's really interesting actually that you say that matt that it that the bus tour was something that actually was a bit of a mindset shift for you of like this is professional or this is a bit of a, a shift in the the level of the game so so how mm -hmm. how have you always kind of felt about yourself as a singer and how did that change things for you how did that experience kind of shift that for me uh especially with like doing our shows now our shows are could be 60 minutes to two hours uh -huh. right sorry we've got a dog here that's whining that's uh, quite but, all right um, harrison will chime in at some point here too <laughs> <laughs> uh, this just stamina in general it's just right. like i know we're singing we're singing every day so for me i was just like this was a good introduction being like doing only 25 minutes and mm -hmm. i'm just like okay like i can handle this yeah. and you know just the big thing for me was just getting enough rest because i know i know my voice uh, tires out and you can hear it especially my low range my low right. range kind of goes really quick right away obviously i wasn't singing a lot of low range uh, songs uh with the cover band that i we had before so having that vocal lesson with you and working on it and kind of being conscious throughout like maybe i don't even know where we were like what we were like halfway through yeah yeah and then we're just like okay let's do that vocal lesson and then it kind of changed my mindset to it and started to think about it a little more using a little more chest voice not mm -hmm. always trying to focus on the head voice and into that throat range yeah, and yeah. but yeah i think it was just like i wasn't doing a lot of vocal practice okay, beforehand okay because because it was like okay my voice can handle this if i'm getting enough rest 
I wasn't I wasn't drinking alcohol either. Yeah, yeah. So it was just like uh, I think those were the just the two main things uh, for me was just like okay, get enough rest, don't drink alcohol, and uh, just water. Yeah, yeah, water. yeah. Totally. So those those three things were always on my mind throughout mm-hmm. the whole thing. And then, like I said, like twenty five minutes. I think we were only doing four yeah. or five songs. Just I know my voice well enough. It's just be like okay, like I can handle this. Yeah, um, yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But but even like um, the cover band stuff that we did prior to the Prairie States, uh, I didn't do a lot of talking during right. the, during the sets. So the, even just that, we've added a lot of uh, speaking notes in between songs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So going from speaking to singing strains my vocals as well right so that's interesting it's uh it's it's a change and i know that the longer the longer the sets the more i'm like i'd rather be singing the whole thing than doing stops in between and talking yeah 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 you know so i don't know yeah that's really fascinating actually because if you've if you've heard these guys live or if you've seen their show or if you've heard their music Matt does you you have like once you're in it you're like up there and it's like there's a lot of big higher stuff so that's really mm-hmm. fascinating because sometimes that shift of going from that placement of hitting that high stuff and then then having to reset to low and then back up to that high kind of engaged the muscles are kind of activated kind of thing it's a it's a mm-hmm. it's a lot of kind of gymnastics to shift from one to the other so that's a really interesting thing oh yeah now you got me thinking I'll send you some stuff to help you with that <laughs> Because <laughs> I just can't yeah. help myself. <laughs> oh no, I appreciate it. Like I've talked to Mike as to Mike and Jeff because we usually set set up the sets yeah, for yeah. Uh, for the shows. And like uh, in the past, or even still now, I'm just like, well, let's start with lows. Mm-hmm. Let's start mm-hmm. with the low range songs, and then make my way up into the higher register songs. Yeah. So yeah. that it's just I'm like warming up, but also right. I feel like if I start with higher songs, it just ha- I just have a harder time putting my mind back into reaching into the lower register for sure, and for sure. it just sounds it just sounds tired okay and I think it's because we had this conversation I think it's because I'm focusing on or I've had all of these uh experience with singing high mm-hmm. register songs mm-hmm, so I'm mm-hmm. always stuck in that throat head voice and gotcha. not getting into that so yeah. yeah your muscle memory is like okay it's time for work let's crank <laughs> let's go yeah, yeah. So, power power uh yeah power totally ballad. totally <laughs> yeah that's really interesting yeah. i i'd be interested because I, I i would suspect it's a lot of muscle memory just getting geared up for for like high intensity workout kind of stuff yeah so, yeah and it, it's I don't I think that that's exactly what it is it's just muscle memory and when we're doing the songs um you remember the lyrics and you just remember how to sing yeah yeah. and the hard stuff for me is talking right I don't like the hard stuff for me is talking but now adding in because we're in country music for our band I guess we're trying to go more into like me singing a little more lower yeah so taking that mind mindset and uh, now it's now that's work for yeah, me yeah so, absolutely yeah absolutely mm-hmm. i love it no that's really cool to be really really observational of, of how your instrument's performing how that's all working and everything that's really really awesome how long have you guys been together now we started the band was started in 2017 okay so okay okay seven years this last tour really kind of it was interesting because it wasn't the full band how did that feel to be touring without the, the full full lineup of you guys uh, <laughs> other than like the rest of them are kind of jealous uh, that they didn't it's um 
It's different. Like yeah. I, I, I appreciate the opportunities and, and all that stuff. And, you know, we know that there's, it, it is a different setup too. Like we were in theaters mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it had a, you know, a, there was a Christmas vibe right, to it and it brings right. a little different approach to, totally. to some of the songs. And uh, while I know we loved the experience of doing that, yeah. there's nothing like playing yeah. with a big band yeah. and kicking it. And that's where all of, you know, that's where we're, our hearts are at. For sure. Like we, we kind of joke that we're literally like a, a rock band in sheep's clothing. Right. You know, like, right. Kinda, like we're creeping, we're creeping around the corners just quietly. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. We're we're, yeah. we're a country band, and then like bow, bow. Yeah. you know. So, um, no. It all jokes aside, it's it's uh, we come in a little bit hotter yeah. than I think some other artists in our in our genre. For sure. And so, but we we love that. We love that that sizzle and that okay. slam that we can bring live and and we you know there, it's personalities you know mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. we're a five piece band and um with that comes five different personalities yeah. and, and when you're kind of missing you know 40 percent of that it just it sometimes it just feels a little different totally. um yeah yeah we missed them yeah. um but we had a blast like awesome. it, playing those songs uh, acoustically in front of a new audience every night you can kind of get to the heart of it and kind of get to the the core of the song which is what right. we love most about country music too is that at the core of it it's you can just play a song you know as a full band or you can play it with just one guy and an acoustic guitar Absolutely. Um, and it's a great song is going to cut through no matter what and totally. so that was yeah we, we really uh we had a blast yeah. and playing these songs in front of new audiences every night and you can really get the raw reaction of it in its truest form it's pretty awesome. Yeah. So with that in mind, what's what's your guys' writing process with the five of you? Do you do you do you kind of split off and have core writers, or a, a couple of you writing, or are you all writing, contributing together? How how how's your writing process work? Lately, we've been like kind of divide and conquer sort mm-hmm, of thing, mm-hmm. um, and it's been a lot more focused. Our writing, we used to spend a lot more time throughout the year writing. Yeah. And just now there's just so much going on. Right. And just trying to have a bit of that balance with life too. Yeah. Um, we've been a little, there's been more focus, focused um, writing times and writing yeah. trips and stuff like that. And to maximize that, you know, it'll usually be Matt, Jeff, and I mm-hmm. getting in on rights. And, you know, it'll be two of us in one of the right and one of us in another right with okay, other artists. Okay, and, okay. And just trying to maximize the time as best as possible because um, this isn't the easiest industry to balance life with. And we all have families um, that we care about a lot and trying to uh, make sure we have enough time for them too is is important. So, so yeah, these, um, these times when we're in these focused writing modes, we just um, were out and reaching out to as many co-writers and trying to get as Mm -hmm. many different, you know, uh, versions of our voice as possible. Yeah. And a lot of that time, it just means that we're, the three of us, unfortunately, aren't all in a room together. Right. Um, so, but it's all good. You yeah. know, it's, um, we're really starting to find that the, there's certain writers that we're really, really clicking with and we're really it. catching a, a groove and catching a stride with. That's so it's, awesome. it's pretty awesome. Do you do the Nashville thing? You going down to Nashville to do that or do you do stuff virtually? How, what's your process? We do both. Mm-hmm. So, um, what I've been seeing is we go up to Nashville maybe fall or the spring. Those kind of the two times that we go. And then uh, it's either 
I think we have like a songwriter trip coming up, but we also do a lot of uh, writing uh, on like Zoom or yeah. you know virtual. Am I a big fan of it? I'm not sure. Yeah, you know, because yeah. you're not getting like like sometimes it goes really well and sometimes it doesn't. And I think that's just songwriting in general. But I think when you're in a room with somebody, um, that's why we go to Nashville and do that. Yeah. Is you know, is that we're in the room with them and you're. Uh, you're vibing yeah. with this per this this person, and uh, I think that makes a huge difference Absolutely. for at, at least myself. Yeah. yeah. And you were talking about professionalism and like being on the bus, and does that change the mindset? And I think mm -hmm. there is a thing with the mindset when you go down, and you yeah. spend a bunch of money to get somewhere, and um, there are so many distractions while you're down there. Yeah. There's no shortage <laughs> of distractions. Yeah. <laughs> and um, again, with the whole, you know trying to balance life and um kind of this industry together at the same time it's like while we're down there it is go mode you know yeah. and like we'll do two a days um you know and if the three of us are split up that you, that might mean like three or four songs that we're doing in a day yeah. and um it's just you know you're you're focused and when you're in it there's just a different you, you feel a little bit more loose you're you know it's kind of like after you go to the when you first start going to the gym yeah after a long break, like I'm about to do, you're a little creaky. Yeah, you're yeah, a little yeah. bit rickety. You 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 feel <laughs> the soreness in your muscles. You kind of I don't really want to go. Yeah. But then after a couple of weeks, you're just you're feeling loose. You're feeling mm -hmm. good. You know where to go on the you know yeah. which exercises you're gonna hit and how to hit them and how many times you gotta hit them and, and where you can push yourself a little bit further next time. And that's the way it feels like when you get into that groove down and. Yes. Uh, on these trips is that you're just you're loose you're yeah. ready to go you know and and all those juices are flowing um mm -hmm. and you're uh you you can find the word a little bit faster totally. um, and string together thoughts a lot a lot easier when you've been doing it over and over over a couple of days with you know in a lot of cases you know just guys and gals who are crushing it mm -hmm. at their craft mm -hmm. and so you can't help but elevate what you're doing just by being in a room mm -hmm. with somebody who's is working at such a higher level yeah absolutely it's it's wild i recorded an episode yesterday with bonnie baker and she um she writes with uh like hunter hayes and and, and tons of like huge really huge names caught she's amazing person but we were really talking about this event that i'm going to be hosting in nashville and how it's so important that it's like to be in it like yeah. and as well like like mm -hmm. like you said and that's so important is people freak out sometimes it's like oh this is expensive and investing in all of this stuff and it's like no like to have that skin in the game just makes it so much more valuable and so much more important and again that mindset of i'm taking myself seriously as an artist it's mm -hmm. there there is a balance though too you know like yeah. my, my wife has to remind me every time i go down um <laughs> because I'm I'm very when I'm in something I am locked in. And yeah. I do not deviate from the plan and I am <laughs> my blinders are on. And she has to remind me that this is also supposed to be fun. Yes. You, know, yes, you can't yes, forget yes. that this is you're doing this because it is a very fun industry to be in. For sure. And so yeah. you know, while being down there, there is a little bit like we try and when we go down, we try and look at, you know, a couple of things like the last time we went down, uh, Jeff and Matt got to go see G Jason Isbell at Oof, the Ryman and they so made a good. point of going yeah, specifically to see something that they can't see at home. Mm -hmm. I picked another show by a band that I won't mention because they canceled on me. <gasps> so I had to sit in the 
Airbnb. No, well, they're at Jason with... Isbell. Jason Isbell is a learning. That's an investment as a musician. You have to you know be what? in that we... room. Sorry, I wanted to just say yeah. we've seen uh, the nitty gritty uh, dirt band singer, um, yeah. and we've seen John Bon Jovi there, and and I'm just like I'm looking to the to the right, and Jeff's Jeff's like trying to take a picture of the uh, the uh, guitarist. Yeah. And he's like, that's John Bon Jovi's guitarist right there. And I'm like, that's is that John Bon Jovi? He doesn't even re- he doesn't even notice him. And then, <laughs> then, he, then he's like, oh, yeah. that's amazing. That's and meanwhile, amazing. I'm back at the Airbnb eating chips, watching John Wick, waiting for them to call me to come pick them up. No. To bust. But, <laughs> but that's the sort of thing is like we try and you try and balance that out between yes. like yeah, you're in it, you're in it, you're in it, but also spend a little bit of time kind of. In, enjoying something that you're not going to get at home be a little bit of a tourist yeah again it's all about that balance you don't you don't want to spend all that time and money getting down there and just you know end up working off a three-day hangover uh you know hanging out on broadway but a little wee hangover at the end of the trip right it's it's a big deal the the songwriting in general is 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 great like when you come out of there and it's just an amazing song Mm -hmm. you feel so dang great yeah. that that goes for the virtual stuff yeah. that goes for uh, the Nashville stuff like it's just sharing ideas and being creative yeah. I think that's that's the big that's the big part of it and then it's just that's why we're in this industry totally. I think it's to be creative so absolutely it's, yeah I think it's amazing and and like I've just started doing works youth workshops yes, yes. for uh for like songwriting and then these kids who are what grade four grade five grade six like they're coming up with this stuff that I'm just like, man, you're already a better songwriter than me. Amazing. Like, <laughs> I love so that. It's, yeah, it's it's cool. And yeah. I'm like, you know, uh, I love making the melodies over it. And then look, you know, you see the kids' faces just like, I wrote that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. But it's just That's all about right. being creative. Yeah. Matt, yeah. how are they at singing? Because we may have a positioning opening up if they're that good. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, backups? Backup singers? Like, for, no, 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 for no, 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 no. Well, I mean, <laughs> maybe some lead stuff. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to, work. We'll have to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. But that's, that's, that's I mean, hey. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting because when, when we come back around to like, you know, having that investment, the skin in the game, all of that kind of stuff. But when you say you're working with the youth groups and everything and, and writing and that creativity it doesn't cost anything to nurture that that is something that you can like if you're you're a aspiring writer and you're listening and you're like oh i can't afford to get to nashville i can't do all these big things that maybe are kind of bigger picture stuff but like you said that getting the muscles moving and getting that into a routine and everything that is something all you need is a pen and a piece of paper to really start mm. nurturing that like I can't, I can't remember who said it um but i always i always go back to this quote it's like inspiration is for amateurs the rest of us just get to work and so it's mm-hmm. you know i always try to remember this before we go on one of these trips yeah. specifically or we're, before we're about to go into a real period of of digging deep into writing and it is that we're like you know every morning i got like a a, a notepad with you know some a pen and i'll just honestly you set the timer for two minutes yeah 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 and then usually you go a little bit longer but it ends up between you know two and ten minutes yeah and you just try and write yeah it doesn't have to be anything specific doesn't have to rhyme just get it flowing and you know doing that for even a week or you know if you can a month before the you know before you're 
your trip or something like that, I find like it changes everything because we've Actually. done it where I haven't done any work leading up to it. And I've been lazy and mm -hmm. let the distractions of all the other stuff that comes with being in a band get in the way of the actual thing, which right. is being creative and writing. Um, and then I've also done it where I've, I've done this exercise and the difference in the trip, whether or not we come out with something that we actually That's cut, so cool. but the feeling that I get when I'm in the right is that I'm contributing way more yeah. and I'm, and I'm mm -hmm. not that my ideas are, are, are better than what's, you know, anyone else is in the room, but I just feel like the ideas that I am putting out are my best, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. like it's, it's, it's what I, it's the best that I can be. And it yeah. feels easier and it just feels looser. Um, so yeah, that's one thing that I've, I've actually exercised and, and it's, it works. Like it's, there's so something to cool. it. T two minutes. Yeah. It doesn't sound like a lot, but it does. It's, it's game changer. It's the consistency that changes everything. Totally. Totally. And then I guess going from, from that phase into the studio, what, like I get, what's your favorite phase? Is it the writing, the recording, the performing? What, what do you guys enjoy the most? Uh, I love all of it, but yeah. um, just leading up into the uh, the the studio, I think I try not to spend too much time learning the song. Okay. Like learn the lyrics, yes, mm -hmm. but like getting into it, I don't want to get stuck on right. a certain melody line. I don't want to get stuck on, you know, uh, hearing like if if we're using if you get pitched a song, mm -hmm. you hear a demo, and then it's like, oh, okay this is how I should be singing in the song maybe, or is, you know, can I add my own melodies yeah. and be, you know, creative in a way. But um, I think leading up to it, I just, uh, it's, or even, no, not leading up to it, being in there and being in the studio, having the headphones on, about to sing, I yeah. think it's like, okay, this is exciting and uh, a little nerve wracking. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think um, the creative part of, in me is like yes this is this is the funnest part is nice. uh, being in the, the little vocal studio right. uh, or the vocal booth and then um, you have the sound engineer being like great take yeah. you know yeah and then yeah. it's like you're singing the song probably four or five twenty thousand times over <laughs> and over and then it's just like oh great i got one great take there yeah, yeah, amazing yeah. i'll take it <laughs> the process oh no that's yeah. so it really is it's such the studio is like a magical place for me i just like that's where i just love to be i i think like i'm feeling a little bit different where now i'm i love the the live yeah like it's yeah. it's getting all the there's no there's no um rust or you know weird corners everything's just been you know sanded down and we are like a, a freight train you know Love like it. and it's all the excitement leading up to the gig it's the 30 minutes before right it's the it's the show it's the 30 minutes after mm -hmm. like I, I just love live is is what used to terrify me the most because there would be a lot of performance anxiety stuff okay. that would come up um that most of the time just came out of lack of preparation okay. but um now it's just now it just feels like that's that's all I want to do. That's so good. So how did you overcome that performance anxiety? Like, how did you become aware that it, because that it, I always say confidence comes from competence. 
and it's just like if if you knock like if you lock it lock it in you know exactly what's what to expect what's coming what you need what's needed of you um that that breeds the confidence but but when did you realize you know what i just maybe i just need to kind of prep more or be more aware of certain things how did you overcome that um yeah i mean preparation i think has always i've always known that like yeah. it's it'd be uh i was f- foolish to think that it was anything other than that to to, to start the whole problem yeah 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 um but i don't think i've ever actually i don't think i've fully gotten over it right i just recognize there was there were certain moments that are now uh with preparation there are less of the moments that take me out of the moment right so the it would always be it would always start with a wrong note and then and then all i'm thinking about is the wrong note. Right. don't don't make another wrong note don't don't mess up don't make another wrong and then you okay there's another one and then it just becomes this thing where now one thing that happened in the first song 45 minutes ago i'm still thinking about you know going into the encore and it's still affecting that so i just uh part of it is the preparation i've just spent more time getting prepared Mm -hmm. and be you know maybe maybe what my practice timeline is not the same as anyone else in the band. Maybe I, I got to put in five times more uh, work, right? To to feel the same way. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah. and now I realize that, and um, and now I'm just trying not to sweat it. Yeah. You know? I'm trying to yeah. smile. You know, I'm not trying to. I know you're supposed to kind of like don't show the audience you made a note, but now <laughs> I kind of just like ah, you know, yeah. just it is what it is. There you go. Try and like own it. Yeah. And uh, and then just move on because it's it's just going to I've just seen it derail, mm-hmm. um, you know, at least my performance. Yeah, that's so many times that it's just it's not it's not worth it anymore. If, if this is this is what I want to do, yeah. I have to enjoy the thing that we only get to do, you know, I mean, a few handful times a year, really. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, like if we're if we're cooking, we're going to be playing a lot more. But yeah. it's yeah. still if it's it's only one hour out of the day when you're on the road you know you got 24 of them and you're only going to get an hour of it so uh, you might as well max it out and not sweat all those little little things that really don't matter you know it's so (laughs) common i see that that spiral just it can be triggered so quick so yeah that's really important it's really really cool to hear that that people at all different levels are do experience that and it's not just a a beginner thing but it's also something that you can just start to sit with and i i always kind of compare performance anxiety to like a passenger on a road trip and it's like okay you're, you're coming on the trip with me you're gonna be here but you don't get to screw with the radio. You don't get to pick the snacks. You don't mm-hmm. change the path we're on, but you're going to yeah. be here and we're just going to get along with it and we're going to finish this trip. I was just going to say, I think it like all goes with like, uh, I know that fairly well about like the guys in the band and I think we're all a little bit of perfectionists. Right. You know? I think we want, we want to be uh, the best we can. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think, uh, I think along with that, there comes fear yeah fear of fear of not being the best and fear of failing you know but we're all not perfect you know this is our first time on earth trying to do this thing and i think i think for me that was just a big uh, change in my mentality going on stage too um i've always been trying to uh, put on this uh you know yeah everything's gonna be fine you know and 
just really worry about my own thing going on. But I think just that was a big mindset for myself, a change, a change in it was, uh, who cares if you mess up, you know, this is like, everyone does it. Everyone's going to mess up at one point in a show. Um, yeah. So I like, that was just like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Chill out. Yeah. It's, it's literally, it's, you know, in most cases, it's not going to be, it's not going to cause this to be your last mm-hmm. performance mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. It's not going to, yeah. and, and, and if this, if this is for some reason, your last performance ever, then why are you, why do you even sweat it? Like enjoy it. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. If it's going to be the last one. You better yeah. freaking enjoy it. So yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely. Absolutely. No, this is, this is all such great insight for, especially for, for people who are wanting to go down this path and do all of these things, because, uh, cause you can, you can go down a rabbit hole, you can get really freaked out. And I, another thing to kind of remember is, is both of you as musicians and as fans of musicians, like we don't go to shows to watch someone screw up or get joy in someone's mistake on stage. It's like, actually mm-hmm. one of my favorite things about when we were on the road was watching Bruno and his piano skills just going from night one to the end and him getting like standing O's and people cheering his name and everything and uh, um, Mm -hmm. just a little bit of background Bruno was like fairly new to playing the piano when he came on tour and as you know Christmas music is pretty piano heavy with some of the most complex key changes and chords and all that kind of stuff And, and Bruno just like stepped into the role there were a few errors and like little glitches here and there. And it was just adorable from my perspective. I was like, this is unique. You're like, this is stuff that you don't mm-hmm. see every day. This is a unique element of how watching how the band interacts on stage when this happens and how they support each other and how just that, that growth as artists and then seeing him. And I got to commend him because honestly, when I would, I'd be running around, lugging t-shirts and things all over the place all afternoon and he was just stuck to that piano every every spare minute he had he was working at that perfection and improving himself and and it really paid off and it was really really cool to see but it was just a beautiful transformation of like he could have completely spiraled and it could have been a really horrible four weeks for him (laughs) but well that first that first night and i remember um, I remember it because it's uh, at one point when it was just him and Jess. Yes. And it was a very quiet moment. And it's he's going to have his moment doing this solo yep. piano part. And it sounded like somebody rolled a gym bag across the top of the keyboard. <laughs> and But he but he had owned it. Like, yes. He, and I thought it was, oh, well, this is part of the show. This is a, this is fantastic. Right. Like, yeah. I, I just thought like the whole, um, you know, setting the tone, yep. just, you know, letting everybody it's, know, hey, he learned this going into it and he's playing so beautifully. And then it was just like this, yeah. like, <laughs> he played it up because he had made a, an error, but he owned it and mm-hmm. it was, it was awesome. Like it, it, it kind of made that part of the, the set that much better because he just, he just embraced it and like, nah, you're, yeah. this, this error is mine and I'm going to, I'm going to embellish it and kind of like brag totally. about it. And it was great. And I think there's a bit of experience in that though too. Yes. Right? There's experience in that. And I think it's knowing knowing that you 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 know your instrument and knowing that like you've had great shows. Mm-hmm. It's okay to laugh at yourself yeah. every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I think Jess Jess knows that. Like uh like Bruno knows that. Like I think it's I think it's great. Yeah. And then you're putting you're making it a show. Totally. It's part of the show now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 So 
No, That's I, awesome. It was just so great because she gave him that space to to be okay with whatever happens here. Like she literally mm-hmm. like teed it up. So everyone was almost yeah. like, okay, what's gonna happen? And then when he knocked, every time he's knocking it out the park and everyone's standing and cheering, it was just beautiful. So I, and I really think if you haven't had those moments, then that is very strange. If you've not had those on stage live moments where you you miss a note, your voice cracks, some something happens, like, and that's what makes the stories of the journey too, right? I think that makes you mm-hmm. a a better musician, and b you've got some really good stories to tell when things go completely off the rails. Mm-hmm. The the best bonding moments I've had with you know artists that I've never met before are you know, all the empty rooms that I've played, mm-hmm. they're all the floors that I slept on. It's all of the tough stuff. It's yeah. not like, hey, you know, like reminiscing about the biggest show we've ever played in front of somebody. No, you're, 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 you know, you're bonding over the the tough stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I've, I watched this podcast <laughs> where they were talking about how there's, there's kind of a, a generation of artists um, where they're all, built out of performing on socials and per- mm. built on on performing over zoom or or however it is but very virtual yeah um and they get to this these levels now where they have an audience that want to come see them live they get yeah. tours booked for them and then there's just this um it, it's this fear that, yeah. that 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 takes over and and you know they can end up having to cancel tours and stuff mm-hmm. like that and when when at the end of the day, like this is, if things go awry, that's yeah. where, that's where you're gonna, that's where you're gonna grow, and that's yeah. where things are gonna get better. And um, yeah, I just, I mean, I've, I was a victim of my own fear of right. failure for, for so many years, and I'm just, uh, I th- and now it's just like it, failure is just you're just growing, mm-hmm. so you're just learning, and um, yeah, I just, I think that it's that's important. And I, I, I need to remind myself that more often too, so. Absolutely. I love this. So with regards to kind of the current world of the Prairie States, how's everything going with the music and the singles and, and all the stuff? Tell me about your things. It, it's just a lot. There's always just like, <laughs> it's, when you're done, when the, the crazy thing is that when everybody sees us put something out, mm-hmm. um, that usually means, uh, and we've, worked really hard at keeping it this way is that that usually means there's already six other things that are getting prepped for coming out down the road. So, you know, when the album came out at the beginning of January now, um, we already got, there's already, I don't want to say how many, but there's enough for another album. Yeah. You know, like there's enough stuff for the next one and it's already, we're already working on that. So it's, you know, again, a reminder from my wife and a lot of times Matt too. Um, but it's just like, take the time to like, Hey, let's celebrate this thing that just happened because you can get really caught up in, in, in the next thing to keep everything, keep everything rolling. So, but yeah, the, the, I mean, the response on the album has been awesome and we were just so happy to be able to finally put out all this music in one spot and, um, share it as a body of work. Yeah. 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 Um, because it also means that, yeah, mm-hmm. we can, we can start working on the getting, getting ready, everybody ready for the next thing, which yeah. we are extremely excited about. It's, 
it's a real um like trouble is as an album was a real growth for us it, it was the b it's kind of a journey of this you know the moment that we signed with willing records mm -hmm. and you know we had some songs that we were really proud of and willing got behind and started putting those out and then it moved into this you know working with eric dylan and bobby wills on the on on the remainder of that record yeah. and it's just this it's this arc of this yeah. time period of us getting signed and growing as a band and then now this new stuff it's it's very it feels very solidified and um it feels like we know who we are and we know where we're going and it's um yeah we're pretty pumped it's and, and it, awesome. you're gonna hit i mean i don't know uh, i'm spring maybe yeah. some new stuff but it's um when it comes out you're, you're gonna hear it oh i'm it's... excited it's so uh -huh. good because i'm always really mindful too of whenever i talk with people on the podcast to be not be like so what's next because it really is so important to be what's now like how is like mm -hmm. how is everything now yeah. like because it was such a big <laughs> thing at the time i remember like with, with trouble is coming out and it was like a big lead up and it's out and it's happening and then it would just be really shitty of me to be like okay that happened like what's next it's like no 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 this is this yeah. but i know that's how the industry works and that's how it is and and obviously trouble is i mean when did you start just for context when did you start writing and recording that trouble no. is was written in <laughs> october of 2022 okay yes so, so yeah. that was the that's uh, when that song was written there's stuff on the album that was written before that yeah yeah, it was yeah. Like, that was the that was the start of that song for sure and um but yeah i mean like artwork it's, it's, and yeah all the things that it's interesting how it all happens for months before yeah yeah but it's interesting how it works though it's like you you do the rights this is october of 2022 do the right it's like okay now we don't listen to the song for a bit and then we go back and then we're like we need to write we need to make a new album so let's we're gonna record this it's like oh we're picking this song all right start listening to it again yeah get now we're in the studio and then we don't listen to it yeah because now it's just sitting until we actually release it mm -hmm. i don't at least myself i don't I, i'm guessing mike might may have to listen to it a bunch because he's making the videos online and stuff but right. at least for myself i don't listen to it until it probably pops out on uh on the music platforms right and then now now we're just uh getting to play the songs in uh like we just had a rehearsal last night yeah and you know seven o'clock everybody's tuckered i just drove in from calgary mm -hmm. and it's just like for me at least i think my uh, like mike was saying i'm i try to make it positive and i try to you know be the be that guy during our rehearsals i, I understand everybody just worked everybody's yeah. tired but i at least for me like this is this is exciting yeah. because I let you know I I want to sing these songs again that we've been sitting on totally. now now it's time to work on these it's time to play these for everybody and yeah that's it's it's super exciting so yeah. good so that good. is one thing I forgot about is that yeah I, and I think it's a lot of it is me I'm a bit of a stickler <laughs> to like until until somebody can go and stream it yeah. I I I, I I never like playing things live. So it's like we some of these things we've been sitting on recordings of these songs for quite a while and Matt's like, "Hey, can we can we play this song yet?" I'm like, 
yeah, we could, but then where are they going to go? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and it's just everybody's just so yeah. in the now. Like, hey, I, if I if I hear it here, I want to be able to hear it everywhere. Totally. You know, they're just so totally. instant. So I get stuck in that mentality. So the fact that now that the album's out and we're, you know, now yeah, we go actually play these things live. Like it's everything awesome. can be played live. It's like let's go. We can play. Yeah. We can play Nowhere Town live. Let's just play it on yeah. repeat. Yeah. For, <laughs> for an hour. Let's do it. Yeah. And you guys are nominated for CMAB Award, Country Music Alberta. I'm excited for that. And you're performing. So, yes. <laughs> I get to give you hugs and see you in human. That's awesome. You're coming up to Edmonton. That's great. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm going to be there. Awesome. awesome cannot wait so yeah congratulations on all of that and i'm so excited thank to you. see you guys perform and and i i'm assuming with the full band for this time full band which i have not oh, yet yeah. experienced so yeah yeah unless unless something comes up and but then i don't have to tell them that they can't play but that's just <laughs> no 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 it's a full band We're nice loud and hot that's gonna be awesome oh well i i can't wait to see you both again in in person and uh and yeah, this is fantastic. Thank you for sharing all of this. Any any parting words of wisdom that you want people to know about about the the music industry, songwriting, your experience, anything at all that you think people have that you wish you could tell yourself? Oh, go on there. Mm. Let's try that. <laughs> don't don't be a mic. You know, just uh... <laughs> no. Sorry, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna toot my own horn here. Be a mic. Like, <laughs> Actually, no, there's a, there's a, um, you know, I think comparison is the thief of joy. Mm -hmm. And so you can't compare results to yes. where you're at or against anybody else's because really what you got to compare is the actions taken to get there. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so I think that's the biggest thing that I've had to learn. Oh, we're, we have access to so much information and data as artists yeah. these days. Um, you can get caught in the minutia of, well, why do they have so many streams yeah. versus why don't I, and, and, and how do I get my safe percentages up? And how, like, how do I, how do I have a, a larger reach? It's like, yeah. Okay. If you're comparing against what you've done in the past mm -hmm. to where you are now, fantastic. Yeah. But comparing yourself to others yeah. is just going to rob you of the thing that you, you know, of the joy that, that this is supposed to bring you yes and think, so keep the main thing the main thing at the end of the day write great songs and perform your ass off and that's that's it the rest will follow so love it. What, what were you saying again uh what were you guys saying about hard work hard work is going to push you farther in this industry because there's so many there's so many amazing artists mm -hmm. there's so much amazing creativity going on yeah that i think hard work will push you and getting through those negative th uh, negative thoughts or negative uh, times in this uh, in this uh, career of yours, and I think it's just pushing through. And Absolutely. hard work and dedication will get you there. Absolutely. Yeah, there's no easy button in this industry. No. It doesn't matter where. It doesn't <laughs> no. matter what blog tells you what. Or there's never going to be an easy button. You're going to get signed to a record label, and it's going to be more work than mm -hmm. you we're doing before like it, nothing ever becomes easy <laughs> yeah you know you just it's just the the stages get bigger and you know and, and that's about it but you still have to yeah. there's always going to be work ahead of you so uh, 
you know, a door to another exposure. Yeah. Yeah. The quote was inspiration is for amateurs. The rest of us just get to work. Don't wait for somebody to come open the door for you. Just start opening your own doors or building your own doors. So. Oh, I love it. Inspirational gold. Now go get to work, people. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. Oh, guys, it's so great to see you both. And uh, like I said, I, I can't wait to see you in Edmonton. And uh, say hi to Jeff for me. And I will see you all in Edmonton very soon. Can't wait. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Have a great afternoon. You too. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. I really hope you enjoyed it. Please feel free to like, share and subscribe. And if you do leave a review, it's really useful to help others discover the show. You can also check out the weekly vocal workout over on Patreon. I'll leave the links in the show notes where you can access weekly vocal training from yours truly and totally rock your voice. Thanks again for listening. Check out Rocket Vocal Studios on social and on the web. And I look forward to seeing you again next time. 